Hey, what's up? It's Kat here for another episode of Nothing Good Happens at 3am. It's been a rough year for all of us. This pandemic has certainly not made it easy for people. And in general, we can only tolerate so much chaos. But that's not even the most heartbreaking part of this pandemic. I think it's reached that point for all of us wherein someone close to us or someone we know has moved on to a better life. And so even if it's not 3am where you are right now, I think we could all use a drink. I'm really happy to share this podcast which I recorded with my good friend and drinking buddy during most of the pandemic, Josa. As you'll find out in the podcast, we weren't exactly friends before the lockdown started in Metro Manila. But surprisingly, she's one of the few people who helped me get through it. So not gonna keep you waiting anymore? Here it is. It's 3am and I need a drink. Based on my file name, I'm the fourth. How are the, how how are your three other interviews? They've been nice. <laughs> it's really fun. I know. Yun lang. One of my interviews got me into um lecturing to a bunch of four year olds. You were lecturing to a- <laughs> like I came to your podcast. Now you have to talk to my student. <laughs> For real? About what? Yeah, I'm gonna send you the photo. Yeah. About the- what? Well, you're talking about Abueva actually. Yung national artist na ginawan ko ng documentary. Oh! So you were talking to four-year-olds? So... Oh, ito. I sent it. Oh my god! They were talking about different artists. They were talking about Imao. So they mentioned a couple of others and then sinabi nila, okay, and today we're gonna be talking about Abueva. And I have a friend who's a big fan of his art. Let's welcome Teacher Cat. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, they're so cute. The pictures I are know. so cute. I talked about his art and how he got into sculpture and everything. But you know what the question they asked me was? So, is he in heaven? <laughs> Whoa. Uh, is a web in heaven? Yeah. I get that it's a practical, like, is he dead or is he not dead? But that's the thing. And they're like, so is he in heaven? Oh, okay. That's, that's, his, that's their version of, oh, okay. I guess that's their version of it. So, sabi ko lang, um, well, I did meet him. I got to meet him. But almost a year after meeting him, he did pass away because he was already very sick and he was quite old. But he is well-loved by a lot of people. It's like, oh, wait, that's nice. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow. And then the next question was, um, teacher, is it almost over? <laughs> Can we go now? <laughs> Oh my god. So yeah, pretty much na, your attention span. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tapos na attention tapos span. Tapos na, ano, parang ako, yeah, teacher, ako rin, alis na rin ako, teacher, pwede ba? <laughs> <laughs> so, Josa, we've been planning this podcast for some time now. <laughs> Mostly out of boredom. <laughs> yeah. Since like last year. There was a time where every time we'd get into a call, we pitch a new podcast. <laughs> I still have it. 
somewhere. If if it's not here, it's you in another have notebook. It. I still have it. I still have that that page. Just to give a background, we became friends during the lockdown. <laughs> it was funny because we have been working with each other the same place for a couple of months already. Yeah. Was I started full time January. So that was I that was the I think the only time that we've actually met. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So that was the time we actually met and saw each other. We were beyond emails. Yeah, at the start of lockdown, we started doing our team general assemblies online. Everyone was 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 good. I mean, they were giving good updates, but like your update was like tang inang dalgona yan. Like tang ina dalawang best kung sinubukan yung dalgona. Tapos tang ina talaga. And then I don't know why I I just I broke <laughs> to hear someone just kind of let it out and cuss na parang tang ina. I'm trying to do this cool thing during lockdown. Pero tang ina niya lang talaga. Hindi ko siya gets. And it's honestly, it's also kind of what I felt because I've also tried Dalgona. I even bought a whip, but I just don't understand the appeal. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I would have appreciated it if you said something that time because there was a pause. There was a pregnant pause. They're, they had their mics on mute. But just to give context, it wasn't... Okay, everyone was talking about their Dalgona coffee. It was a, it was a huge thing yep, during yep. the first few months of the lockdown. It was popularized by the Koreans, yeah, but it's Oh, let's not go into the history. I think it even started in India. It was an Indian thing, but it was popularized by the Koreans. It it became like an internet sensation. Yeah, because it looked so nice. It looked so nice on social media and everyone was posting photos of it. And part of the kamustahan stuff we had was just How's your dal- dalgona? Have you tried it? And it came to me. Someone actually asked me. Someone said, how about you, Kat? Did you try the dalgona? And I thought I had my mic on mute. I was pretty sure it was on mute. And that's when I said, ah, You thought ina. you were on mute? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> but and then I was just surprised and everyone else heard. I'm always on mute in these calls. <laughs> I did not intend for anyone else to hear at Tang Ina. I mean, why would I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then after that, sometime during that, I think I dropped a hint na parang, oh, I'm gonna go drinking or something like that. Wait, was it in that call? Or was it in the merienda? Oh yeah, there was one merienda where I, because we've been in isolation for so long, I forgot that there's a proper time to drink. <laughs> 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 so I, it was only when I was sur- I was virtually surrounded by other people. And then people were like, oh, what are you eating? What are you drinking? And then I was like, oh, shit. It was in the <laughs> middle of the day. It was in the middle of I the day. I was already drinking. I forgot. Normal people don't drink at this hour, girl. It was apple beer. I completely forgot. Oh, like, again, no, 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 no. Sabi mo pa nga, apple juice, eh. Yeah, yeah. Which I was... It's <laughs> you were <not>, drinking. <laughs> it's half true. There's apple, there's juice. <laughs> yeah, we were in isolation for so long. At that point, it it was crazy. Yeah, and it then it was horrible. It was yeah, horrible. It still is. <laughs> it still is. Yeah. That Saturday, I forgot if I offered 
na I was gonna drink. You messaged me na parang, hey, are you really gonna drink? Yeah, I messaged like, you. Yeah? Message me, I'm like, on Friday. And then it was just the two of us. Honestly, it felt like a whole series of office inhumans in one session. All crammed into <laughs> yeah. one session. Like, we went deep. <laughs> Even the small talk wasn't small talk, you know? Oh, yeah. In an alternate universe, now we now we would go out, you know. Probably would have taken a while for us to get there, but because we were where we were, it was all crammed into one, and it was great. And honestly, like we never failed for a whole almost a year. We always had that thing. We always had that Friday night to sort of look forward to. Oh yeah, that kept me sane. That really kept me sane, especially. La in 2020, that kept me sane. Just, just to, it was the most regular thing that I had. Just to know na parang every Friday, there's there's a person. There were other people who's gonna get just as drunk as I am. <laughs> yeah, but then you know, at some point, I think you and I stopped drinking. We did. I've definitely been sober since January. Since January, oh what? Completely dry. I still have the last bottle of soju I na, I opened. Yeah, anyway, so it's 3 a.m. And I need a drink. And that's why we have Drossa with us right now. <laughs> now, we're not actually drinking right now. and no. But we're going to talk about those many 3 a.m.s <laughs> that we've had when we were actually drinking. Yeah. So yeah, it's 3 a.m. somewhere. I love that. Okay, but yeah, you, to your point though, those conversations did go really deep. And we weren't meaning to. I'm pretty sure we weren't trying to show off to each other when we said those things. I don't know if I've said this before, but like I really value the the trust that comes with it. Not that this listen were like extremely private, but you know, people would have to feel safe to open up like that. And the fact that we still have these conversations for me strengthens that the importance that like we've established through these conversations a safe space between us. And I think other the other people who come into that orbit feel that right, as well. Right. It's always three AM when we're talking. <laughs> it's it's three AM wherever we are. Yeah, it's 3 a.m. for you, it's 3 a.m. for me, it's 3 a.m. for San Miguel, it's 3 a.m. for... <laughs> for horse. Soju, for Red Horse. We'd like to thank our sponsors. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I always have sponsors in these things. So yeah, we would like to thank our sponsors. If you would like to sponsor another podcast, just send it our way. <laughs> But you, you know what I really enjoyed about our conversations, though? It was just the questions you would ask. You're so good at interrogating people. I don't, I don't interrogate. I didn't mean to interrogate people. <laughs> I know. I know you don't mean to interrogate. And that's how good you are. The thing is, we do have a tendency to sort of have a hard time expressing ourselves or our feelings or how we actually feel about certain things and we were always yeah. very careful about it about the things yeah. we hate the people we yeah. don't like 
Like, yeah. It took us some time to get to that topic, but when we did, it was just such a breath of fresh air. From day one, I've always wanted to tell you, like, these are the people I didn't like. But I'm like, okay, ba- baka, I want to hold back. I want to hold back. Baka, baka they're friends, you know? She seems to be like, she's friendly with everyone. Like, I don't want to be that person. I know. And I think you're the only person I could be brutally honest and actually mean it. <laughs> because there's never, like, any judgment in the conversations that we've had. That, for me, is one of the reasons why I would consider it a safe space, as you said. We both do hold back. I think we consider ourselves honest. And even brutally honest, sometimes without meaning to. But but it is deliberate. Like it doesn't just come out, or it doesn't come out unprocessed. It didn't come out unfiltered, but it's always there's always processing going on. And I think I really really appreciate that because I mean, right? I I I I'm the same way, so I absolutely vibe with that. Yeah, and to those who are thinking like it's 3 a.m. and I need a drink, if the impression you get is that the 3 a.m. calls that we have, that I have with Joss are emotional, actually, it's it's not exactly that emotional. <laughs> if anything, we are probably the most robotic people or the most logical people to talk about our emotions. With everything that happened, it was just how we processed it and the questions we would ask ourselves. It didn't end with how are you? Oh, and you're fine. Yeah, but you can cry if you want to. We never really did that. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think it's more of we are emotional, but our conversations are about processing those emotions. Yeah, exactly. It's still logical, but there's still emotion in it. Because we are very, I don't know about you, but I'm very emotional. Yeah. Like, I, I go through like, a thousand emotions a day. That's why I'm on therapy. <laughs> That's why I'm on meds. <laughs> like, I need help. That <laughs> <laughs> can't be well, my We all only. do. <laughs> I'm glad that you're actually getting help. Me too. Like, fuck. I am in full support of therapy, but I'm also in full support of finding the right therapist for you. I really like my therapist. And she's probably the third one I've had ever. Oh, really? So you do kind of have to shop around if you or anyone listening to this is thinking of, you know, going to therapy. Like, don't put the pressure on yourself or, or, or on the therapist to, for, for it to be, like, great and perfect. My therapist right now, like, it's perfect. It's, 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 it's like, sometimes she would mm-hmm. even, like, so she would ask me how I am and then I would tell her and then she would, kind of help me process that, kind of tell me, like, this is what you're going through or this is why that's normal. Sometimes a lot of my questions are like, is this normal? And the answer is almost always yes. <laughs> that's normal. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, this is strange. Mm. I feel weird. This is happening to me or I think this way. And then she'd talk me off that ledge and be like, no, it's normal. It's fine. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> She would even fill in the parang, oh, are you also feeling this way or do you have also have these thoughts? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I, that's exactly what's going on right now. So she said, all right, so this is what you're going through, blah, blah, blah. And she explains it to me. It's part of, for example, the grieving process. Like, this is normal. This is what happens. She never answers if it's 
good or bad. Like, is it good that I think this way? Or is it bad that I act this way? It just, it's never, is it good or bad? It's more of, what do you think? Mm-hmm. How do you process that? What, what does that mean for you? And and a lot of those thoughts are 3 a.m. thoughts. Right. And I, I love that she didn't hold it to her standard of what's good and what's bad for her. She was just letting you process it. She was throwing it back at you. Like I, I think that's where the therapy and all of those self-help books. Yeah, we did have a talk, chat about the self-help books. That That's how they fail us sometimes. Yeah, they just hold you to that kind of standard. That this is how it should go. And this is how, what will make you feel better. And this is how you're going to move on. But it's not always that case. I, I'm glad that you've shopped for a therapist. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people do that. How I found my therapist were through convenience, usually. Apart all because mm-hmm. this one's close close to where I was living at the time or where I was working at the time. Um, they were good. No one was bad. Like, no one was toxic or gave bad advice. They've always provided this space. That has been constant. I haven't met, like, a really bad one. But I like how my current therapist is... Our sessions are more structured, and I like structure. Yeah, that is you. And she gives me homework. And I'm a nerd. I like homework. (laughs) Yeah, you do like like that. (laughs) I do. I really do. The last one was about um, cognitive distortions. And she's like, go to this link. There are the 15 common cognitive distortions. And then just go through them. And then let's talk about them in our next session. And I'm like, homework! Cognitive distortions. Yeah, if, if you search for it, it'll, it'll come up. It's a common term, but it's essentially like how we trick ourselves into thinking a certain way. So it's a psychological term. Cognitive meaning brain, like mm-hmm. distortion meaning changing or like like in an image you're trying to, to shape it in some other way. Yeah. Um uh, so according to psychcentral.com, cognitive distortions are simply ways that our mind convinces us of something that isn't really true. These inaccurate thoughts are usually used to reinforce negative thinking or emotions, telling ourselves things are things that sound rational and accurate but really only serve to keep us feeling bad about ourselves. Oh god, so sino nga ba therapist mo? <laughs> I wish I can give her name. Thank I'll give you know. her contact. See you nga. Because again, she has a structure based on our very first session, which lasted an hour and a half. That's the that's the typical session. Like the first one is kind of like it's like your diagnostic test, just to see where you're at. And then she identified like, okay, these are the things I observed based on the things you've told me, ganyan, ganyan. And then we're gonna work on that. We'll go through each one because there are four four things we're going to work on together. Starting I'm like, structure, assignment, yay! <laughs> but, but this was right before my mom was still in the ICU. It's actually pretty interesting because she kind of, she was there in, in my before life. Right, right. And then between that session and our next session, my mom died. So, you know, when we got to our next session, I, I told her that, 
so you know that dapat that, that was going to be when we were gonna start working on whatever I had um and then I said okay my mom died and she was like okay we're setting all of that aside um we're we're, we're on a grief plan now so she had that baseline so she she kind of knew what I was made of already and then you throw in grief so she was able to help me navigate through all of that yeah so my mom died October and then my grandmother died November and then um, my uncle who is my mom's brother died December and then I remember pa actually so I, I usually have my sessions with her on on Saturday Friday night before that we had our call we had our usual call and I was kind of joking with you and our friends na parang you know I'm kind of afraid of birthdays now kasi like Nana died a month after right. her birthday um Lola died a day after her birthday Tito died a month after his birthday I feel like shit like January is my birthday like Go, shit, guys, parang let's party now. Baka, baka I'll be gone next month in February. <laughs> and we were and we were joking about that. And and we were kind of, yeah, we were kind of morbid. And then I was like, I was planning my year. Because like, all right, so Sam's birthday, my girlfriend's birthday is in December. So I have to watch out for her for January. My birthday is in January. I might go in, in February. If I don't, I'll be clear until... Uh, June, which is when my sister's birthday is. So, sister and father, so they're both June babies. So, I have to watch out for July. But July is my brother's birthday, so August. So, once I get past August, I think I'll be okay. And then, and then I, we were just kind of joking around that. Parang, okay, girl, parang, these are your months na. These are the months you can you get stressed out, the months you can rest. And then we were joking about that. And I brought that up. The next day to my <laughs> to my therapist, you know what did your therapist say? She was like, "How are you? Hey, you know, I'm kind of afraid of birthdays." Almost in the same manner that we discussed, but her reaction was completely different. I wasn't ready for her reaction because she was like, "All right, that's a sign of chronic grief. I'm 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 referring you to a psychiatrist." I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> What? No, I mean, yeah. like, I'm pretty sure it was bad. We were just horrible people. <laughs> I, I know you guys didn't find it, like, truly, like, funny na tipo, haha. I mean, it's kind of dark. But but we were all just partaking in how dark it is. Yeah, we were. But she had the training and the mindset to call it and said na, hey, that's a sign of chronic grief. Whether you know it or not, you're in severe pain. And I'm like, Oh, I was still trying to convince her na parang, I'm okay. Na parang, no, I, th- I think I'm okay. Like, you know, kasi parang, maybe it helped na sunod-sunod so I can just process it in one in one go. And, and then she was like, ako na magsasabi sa'yo, you're not okay. And that, that, that really stayed with me na parang, oh yeah, maybe, maybe I really am not okay. Right, right. And and I think we did have a conversation about that. Was that was before the med. In one of our drinking sessions. Yeah, we did have <laughs> that. And um and we would message actually it wasn't 
just on Friday, sometimes we would message each other. And that was one of the things that came up. And I think one of the insights we had was we have to remember it's your mom and she wouldn't want you to feel that kind of pain in her passing. She would want you to be happy. And so as you were connecting those birthdays with those mortalities, we were also doing our own, I guess, sort of like positive quest for your your new furry companion. And it was no coincidence that the exact same pet you were looking for and that we were talking about actually conjured itself (laughs) in your driveway. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, we were talking about the parang I'm gonna meet my badong. So badong, <laughs> but badong is a friend Mark's dogs, one of his dogs, and I absolutely fell in love with yeah. that name because it's a great name <laughs> for a great dog, and he's yeah the sweetest dog. He's so sweet. He's so cute. He's so fluffy. Like he's one of our favorite furry friends here in this call. Although we haven't actually met him, he's just so adorable. <laughs> he doesn't know he has a fan club. We have his baby photos. We have his photos from Christmas. <laughs> we just have we just know what's happening with him. We know he peed on our friend's bed. Yeah, and every now and then we'd get videos from Mark. We might be checking up more on Badong than, than Mark. <laughs> we should probably check up on Mark. Yeah, it's always where's Badong? <laughs> <laughs> but but he and his family also found Badong or like Badong found them. I said they were going out and then there was this cute little sad cute little sad puppy at the side of the road na parang you can't just leave him alone although they had to go to school but when I, I think I think that was the story and then when they came back he was still there and they were like okay we're keeping you yeah he was still there but I love that I think Badong did find them and I think Patatas yeah we have great names for our pets here yeah Patatas uh, he's an adorable black cat kitten actually and yeah who is missing? Where are you? Now part of our club. He is. He really is. With with Wormy and Badong. <laughs> with Wormy and Badong, yeah. Wormy is my dog, by the way. But we don't love Wormy as much as we love Badong. No. Wormy's, Wormy's a we pain in the... We love Wormy. Mm. No. We <laughs> love Wormy. Patadas came to our garage on January 21, which is exactly three months after my mom's death. On the day, right? Yeah. I mean, again, we, we've established that there are no, these dates are not related. But I can't, I can't help but feel like, uh, is this something? Yeah, that there is like some cosmic significance to Patatas' uh, coming. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 can't, I can't help but feel that way because you you know, I, I've never seen him before. No, he hasn't shown up. It was just on that day. Yeah, like we were waiting. The next day, we were waiting for updates because he did say that if if Patatas didn't leave that night, you'd adopt him. And he stayed. And you were also again speaking of timing. 
you were messaging me about something completely unrelated. I was like, hey, I'm sorry, late reply, but there's a kitten in the garage, so I'm looking for food for him. And then you were like, asking na parang, oh yeah, when, when was this? And I'm like, four seconds ago, girl. Like, your timing is impeccable. Like, you message right as it was <laughs> right as, as it was happening. And that was one of those emergency calls. We had one. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I think I'm in love. I think I'm in love. There's a kitten. And it's a pure black kitten. And I've always wanted a black cat. Because I just find them so cute. But, Hi. Do you want to join us? As if one cute. Come here. You know we're talking about you? Can you see him? I promise there's a cat there. <laughs> oh, I can see him. I promise there's a cat there. Hi. Hi. Come here. Batatas must be tired. I think he's probably sleepy. And he's just waiting for us to finish. So let me just try to wrap up a bit. I guess we've been talking about more of about conversations and not exactly about getting drunk. Because, you know, drink moderately. <clears throat> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One of my takeaways from these things are like how unself-aware I actually am. For the longest time, I would like to think that I've always been in control of my thoughts, always been in control of my emotions and just everything that's been going on. And I don't think the pandemic had to happen for me to realize these things. But when I do have these calls, I just realize how much things I'm not actually telling myself. Like you do filter a lot of these things or you just choose the things that you want to you wanna think about, like the sort of thoughts that you've had and how your psychiatrist was helping you process it. I don't think I would have managed to filter all of those thoughts if I hadn't had these late night, grudgy, like <laughs> barely awake <laughs> conversations with you. <laughs> you would ask me about my day and you would ask me like the specifics it's not the general idea that I just I just leave for myself, which I usually do when I just process these things. It's just what generally happened. And I think you just leave the the impression that you want to have over what actually took place. Yeah, you get that? It's like, it's therapy. <laughs> it is. But I will say, I am not a registered therapist. I might not be giving you good advice. I tried to be like, help you through process. But there was, I remember a call. We, we were talking about our relationships. And, it, and, and, you know, I tried to remain, try not to give advice. Because I don't trust my advice, especially right now. But I did, I didn't the one time <laughs> when we were talking about relationships. And I was like, I can't hold it in anymore. Kat, I think you should be with the woman. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> I was like, this is terrible. This isn't this isn't what you're asking for. Because you're talking about like why do guys find me this way? Like, should I act this way? And I didn't have the usual like, what do you think? Is this what you want? I've just vomited it on you. 
and that's the thing we we never try to be prescriptive although i think i do because i feel like i know everything so i do prescribe a lot of things to my friends especially when they're sick yeah i like to play doctor it's terrible don't do it <laughs> do not trust me on them but that was a conversation i could only have with you that's something we sort of shared at that time at that moment just to give a bit of context during the lockdown because you think the world is gonna end and you think <laughs> it's your only chance i just pretty much tried to check everything out of my bucket list i thought that i had to make that move and there are still no regrets there's still no yeah. regrets although it didn't turn out the way that it, there were still no regrets and josa really helped me process it <laughs> like kat maybe you're not you're not exactly the plant you thought you were. <laughs> You're actually capable of feelings. <laughs> like, of having feelings. Basically, that was it. And it was such a real conversation. <laughs> we had over a call. <laughs> we did. We did. And we forgot had... what the call was about. The call? That call? I, I forgot if it was... You were waiting for the other person's decision or Oh, okay, okay. Or or they already told you their decision. Oh right. Okay, okay, okay. I think it was starting to affect you. Well it affected you because I mean, you know, you, you did like this yeah. person. It was also like the second rejection you've had in a matter of like, months. Not even months, it was a week, I think. Yeah, weeks. It was kind of like everything was, so it, you know, parang the weight of both rejections were kind of weighing on you. Na, and then you started yeah, wondering, yeah. Na parang, oh, like, w- like what, is, what, what is it? Like, is it, should I act a certain way? Is it because, and then, so we, we did go through it. And then you said the, the feedback that you would get from, from, your friends from the people around you was that you just seemed intimidating. A lot of them were guys, straight men. <laughs> I'm trying not to let oh, that yeah, be a factor, were... but it might be a factor. But na parang they're very, the, yeah. their, their opinion of you is that. Which is that basically a, women should not be making the first move. Yeah. To them, you seem intimidating. You seem aggressive. You're not aggressive, but like, you know, you were you were really straightforward. And then you're also yeah. very career. No, no, I was all of those things. <laughs> you're all of those things. <laughs> and you're also very, very career driven and not very family driven. They're a little more masculine, but you are still feminine. But I mean, it's not the usual dresses and skirts. So you were wondering, like, should you be putting on a bit more makeup? Should you put, should you wear more skirts and more dresses? And like, but that's not the outfit you're comfortable in. There's nothing wrong with wearing those things. There's nothing wrong with makeup. But that's not how you feel, how you want to express yourself. You would just be conforming to what you think other people will want to see. But what you're missing is that who you are already is pretty fucking spectacular. It's just that you're talking to the wrong people or you're talking to people who are not into that. But if you just cast a wider net, if you just go to different circles, you know, if you were with a woman, 
or maybe I'm projecting. And I also yeah. had to stop. Mm-hmm. But I have to. I had to check myself and I had to talk yeah. to my girlfriend about it. maybe I'm projecting. You did give good advice, though it did not come from that conversation. But one really good advice that you gave me when I was going through those things, and and when I was gro- going through another thing, like you did say that even if the relationship doesn't work out, at least you know what you want and what you don't want. So the things that you would never have discovered if you never even tried. So I think that put me in the right direction, in a better direction or in a direction right right now. So that was, yeah, that was really good advice. But it wasn't from that call. I think it was from a call that came later on. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. After the other situation ended. <laughs> yeah, Again, yeah, yeah. Lockdown. Shit, these are pretty big things about love and death yeah. during lockdown how terrible ah yeah but yeah okay so we've pretty much established that these 3 a.m calls and us drinking is not exactly because we are alcoholics and we want to get drunk just just letting that out there like <laughs> that's not us we drink moderately to be fair and a certain rule that I do have is, um, like, never drink when you're sad. Just drink to make you even more happy. So, and that's the moments I did share with Jossa. Oh, <laughs> but but the no, thing is, since part of the, that conversation about like, yeah, about three a.m. and I need a drink, it's that you need a conversation and that you need someone to have a safe conversation. With and you did mention that, um, you did mention that towards um, in the beginning of the the podcast and also towards the middle, we were getting into it. But now, I if we could just describe what a safe space would qualify as or our sort of criteria for it, what do you think it would be? Like, what was it for you? What made it feel okay to say these things? I don't know. I can't. I can't quite put a finger on it, especially since you know, it was, it, for us it seemed like instantaneous, but I think it's, it helped that we had the same values like we value the same things like fundamentally, even though you know, we don't, we don't agree on exactly the same things Do you feel like the conversation was not pretentious? Because that to me was, that to me was it, like it was not pretentious at all. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That was a big part of it. It wasn't pretentious. It felt like we had, there was no other reason to talk to each other other than we just wanted to talk to each other. But we were still kind of careful about, you know, we were still kind of careful about making sure that the other person is still okay and, and, and comfortable. Um. Yeah, I think it also helps that once in a while yeah. we do our, we we do yeah. we do check in like even in the middle of conversation to be like, are you okay or like, is this making you feel uncomfortable? Like, are you okay with these things? I think that also helps. Those those that there are those little checkpoints. Um, I can't remember saying no, but I do rem- I, I I do remember that we do. We do those things. Like when we feel like, okay, this is kind of a new topic. It's kind of heavy. It's kind of personal. 
Like, are you okay to go there? Yeah. So I think I, 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 so. It's that. It's that. It's that curiosity right. and and the care that that goes into these competitions. I think those are the ones that I I really really value. Yeah, and and I hope that um people listening in um sort of sort of think about those things when they do have a conversations or or I I really hope they find someone they could just talk to. Like in a with no agenda, just just talk to someone, and to have that person um, respond to you in just as curious a manner as you presented yourself to them, I suppose. So, thanks for this conversation, girl. It finally happened. It did. It went all over the place, but it, it was just leading up to just one thing. Again, this is Kat, and thank you for letting me keep you company. Totally get it if right now everything just seems so uncertain to you. And we're always told that it's okay not to be okay, but if you ever feel like you need a random friend, you can always reach out to me. And this this is for real, like you can always reach out on Instagram at 3ampod. This podcast is available wherever you listen, so you could always recommend it to your friend if you think it's gonna help them in some way. Now, try to get some rest.